the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. 20 years of intelligent talk. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. U.S. workers are seeing wage gains and benefits increase this year. Here's correspondent Ben Thomas. It's a sign that businesses are starting to offer higher pay to fill newly opened jobs. The Labor Department reports workers' total compensation rose nine-tenths of a percent in the first quarter this year. That's the largest gain in more than 13 years. It was also an increase over the fourth quarter of 2020, which saw compensation rise seven-tenths of a percent. Wage gains were weaker during the pandemic when the unemployment rate initially shot to nearly 15 percent. As a result, workers' pay and benefits rose just 2.6 percent for the year ending in March. Ben Thomas, Washington. On Wall Street yesterday, investors were not happy. The Dow off by 185 points. The Nasdaq was down about 120. Internationally, oil prices gave up $1.43 a barrel to $63.58 on the NYMEX. This is SRN News. Larry Elder explains the results of our actions. Proactive policing often is not done because officers are afraid of being called racist, afraid of being in a situation a la the one that Derek Chauvin was in. But when you have these so-called discretionary stops where cops are driving around looking for stuff, why should they be proactive? And as a result, crime has gone up. The Larry Elder Show, afternoons at 5 on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Just a little bit after 1 p.m. here at AM 1280, The Patriot. My name is Brian. For the weather today, it looks like it's going to be a high of 83 degrees and mostly sunny. Mother's Day is coming fast, Sunday, May 9th. And wouldn't it be a treat if you won $1,000 for your mom? She could use it to bless a local charity or organization or treat herself to a spa day later this year. It only takes a minute to sign up, and it's free to sign up at am12athepatriot.com. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The shining spot of red in the sea of dingy, dismal institutional blue. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. My name is Mitch Berg. My blog, shotsinthedark.info. The voice of reason and sanity in a community that is increasingly dominated by, well, the opposite of reason, the opposite of sanity. This is where... I'm not going to co-opt the term resistance. That's something Big Left spent four years beclowning itself doing appropriating a term earned in blood by much, much better people than them during World War II. But this is where the dissent, this is the new Samizdat, this is where people who, who see a better way, who see the virtue and, and necessity of getting this nation back to the principles on which it was founded can gather. It's a safe space, but... In, in a world that, that has no real safe spaces, you know this and I know this, this is a, let's call it a safer space, a safe uh, space where you and I can indulge in that increasingly endangered uh, freedom, free speech, whatever side you're on, by the way, uh, I, I urge you to give me a call, 651-289-4488. If you disagree with me, you get on first. Wingmaster, the producer, has standing orders to let you on first if you disagree with me. That is a standing order. Every producer I've ever had going back 19 years, going on 20, nothing is changing. I urge you, I implore you, try 
and, and make a dent in the invincible armor of my logic and fact, you won't be the first and you won't be the last, God willing. But you won't do it either. 651-289-4488. You can also join me on Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. Actually, you can join us via the hashtag NARNShow on Twitter, on MeWe, and on Gab. Uh, we're busy diversifying our social media platforms here at the Northern Alliance Radio Network. MeWe is the non-censoring version of Facebook, if you will. Gab is is Twitter for people who don't need to have their uh, opinions sanitized for their protection uh, from uh, <clears throat> by, by leftists. And, uh, of course, the live stream is on Facebook. Uh, either way, you want to join us, join us uh, either way. If you go to Northern Alliance Radio Network on Facebook, that's where our live stream is. I'm waving to you right now. Wave back if you want. Actually, I can't see you. You can see me. Drop me a line in the comment section of the live stream at Northern Alliance Radio Network on Facebook. And, and I'd love to have you join me there. 651-289-4488, the old-fashioned way, the original conservative social medium, the telephone. I'd love to hear your smiling voice. We're going to be talking about the law today, the law of the land, and a law that has fewer exceptions, Berg's Law. I'll come back to that. Back when I first started in talk radio in 1984. On the Don Vogel show back in the day, that dates me a little bit. And by the way, when I say Don Vogel, I don't mean the inferior version of him that came out between 1992 and 1995. Good as it was, I was on the original Don Vogel show from 1985 to 1987. I learned a lot about what I know about talk radio from Don, who got his start in Chicago talk radio back in the wild and woolly days when talk radio was pretty much the Wild West except for being interested. It was traditionally considered the blue hair format, uh, with all due respect to elder Americans. Uh, and Don always told me, this this back in the days before talk radio was stereotypically conservative, back in the days when the fairness doctrine ensured that talk radio had to basically be a splatter diagram across every political ideology, and usually no political ideology. You heard a lot of Ask the Lawyer and Cooking Talk and an awful lot of people interviewing romance authors on Afternoon Drive Talk Radio back in the day. Anyway, Don, uh, the late lamented round mound of sound uh, who who's passing 25, 26 years ago at uh, age 50, 50. Holy cow, he was 50 when he died. Holy, yeah. Uh, he he uh, t- left me one great word of wisdom in those pre- uh, fair, fairness doctrine days, or the days when the fairness doctrine was still in force, I should say. He said, if you ever want to jam the phone lines wall to wall for an entire hour or an entire show, talk about two topics, abortion and gun control. And he, to him, as someone who had not come up in the world of political talk, those two topics were topics where you didn't really want to have your phone lines jammed. He got bored with it. He was not fundamentally a political talk guy. He was a comedy talk guy. It was great background. Because he said, one of the other things he taught me was, be prepared to do two whole hours with no calls, about well, three hours back back in the day. It was afternoon drive, three to six. Be prepared to do your whole show with no guests and no phone calls. And I have kept that sh- uh, bit of advice, sanct- uh, <laughs> sanct- uh, I've kept it uh, front and center through my entire second radio career here these last 19 years and change. 19? No, 17 years and change, going on 18 years. That's right. And I will have to say, one of the other subjects that seems to get conservatives riled up, and when I say conservatives, I mean people across the, the right of center divide and some on the left is the notion of, of vaccines, vaccination. I have friends who are solid conservatives on on every possible issue who get their backs up when it comes to the notion of getting vaccinated. Now, I say this by way of saying, yeah, I got vaccinated yesterday or actually Thursday, Thursday afternoon. I got the Johnson & Johnson. Now, I'll give you three reasons why I did it. Number one, given that I have had COVID, I don't feel the need to get a vaccine that is primarily aimed at preventing you getting COVID. Pfizer and Moderna are supposed to prevent 90% of infections, but I had COVID, which according to all rational science, if you are over the age of 16, 
or really 12, and showed any symptoms, and oh, good Lord Almighty, did I show symptoms. Headache, hacking cough, rash on the back of my hands, chills, a symptom of fever, the whole nine yards, then you are likely, like as in almost dead Vegas lock, as in Vegas will not take the action lock, likely to be, if not immune, at least highly resistant. So preventing infection, least to my worries, if I follow the science, <clears throat> something the follow the science crowd does not want you to do, but I digress. So the first reason is preventing infections. Mother Nature and God seem to have done that for me, and I survived. Never missed those 80 pounds I lost more than I did last year, by the way. Uh, because uh, one good friend of mine who could have stood to lose a few pounds, I'm sorry to say, lost his battle with COVID in the last two weeks here. And it's a sobering, uh, by the way, who's about my age. Uh, it's a sobering reminder that uh, for all of you people who say, hey, do you know anyone who's died of COVID? Yeah, I do. And by the way, uh, second reason is that I've got people in my immediate circle that I need to take care of. I don't want to risk it. Not just older relatives, of which I have several. But younger relatives who have all sorts of immune compromises. So for their peace of mind, at the very least, and my ability to have contact with them uh, on a regular basis via something other than Zoom or FaceTime, yeah, I'll get a vaccination. Third of all, and this is really, this should, if you're a public health professional, you should hang your head in shame at what your profession has done. What your profession has done to pervert the meaning of the term science over this past year, pervert the, to pervert the use of the term science over this past year. Because not the main reason, but the third reason that I use, the one that I am going to finish off this little spiel with, ergo something that's rather important, is notwithstanding the fact that we know, we know that natural immunity is worth something, at the very least extended resistance to infections, to the worst effects of infections, unless you have some really intense comorbidities, obesity, diabetes, heart conditions, lung conditions, etc. Notwithstanding that fact, the fact that I should, by all scientific rights, be about as low risk as it's possible to be naturally at this point, I got the shot Almost entirely. And by the way, I'll point this out. If you're going to go get the vaccine, I urge you not to do it until you are able to take ibuprofen. Now, I had had another medical procedure earlier in the week that left me unable to take ibuprofen for a week. And I'll tell you, some of the muscle aches just scream, ibuprofen me, ibuprofen me. Oh, bad timing on that part. The side effects were pretty dismal. Yesterday, I spent most of yesterday feeling like I'd had a hangover without the fun of having been completely hammered the night before. Something to watch out for. If you can't take ibuprofen, it's a hurdle, let's just say. I urge you to to <laughs> pound on the, 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 the Tylenol and or the, the Dayquil and keep the water going here. I got the Johnson & Johnson, by the way, and this is the bit that you public health professionals and people who are, are or take public health seriously should be hanging your head in shame over on behalf of your profession over this last year. The number three reason I got the vaccine, and the reason, the very reason I decided to get the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, which among the three big vaccines available in the United States, Pfizer, Moderna, and Johnson & Johnson, I got that because it only requires one shot, one shot, not two, one. And I got it because it was the least muss and fuss that I needed to do to get away with to shut Karen up, to have a piece of paper to shove in Karen's face someday and say, damn straight, I'm not wearing a mask. And if I could print this form on a throwing star and embed it in your forehead legally, I would do it. So you could read it at your leisure down at the ER. Yeah, I'm a little exercised about this. If you can't take your masks off, what the flaming hootie who is the reason to get the vaccination in the first place? So that was my third of three rationales for getting the vaccination to shut Karen up! Anyway, 
Enough of that. We'll be talking about the law for the rest of the show here uh, at 651-289-4488. We will start the program off with Berg's Law. A couple of Berg's Laws. We'll find out which Berg's Law has controlling authority over what I thought was the biggest local story of the last couple of days here. What am I talking about? Oh, we'll get back to that. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. Cool voiceover. Zany sound effect. Uh, we were going to write a flashy promo about streaming us at radio.com, but considering how easy it is to do, we'll keep it simple, too. Listen to The Patriot on the free radio.com app. Impact Mortgage Corp. DBA Cash Call Mortgage. NMLS ID 128231. Equal housing lender. Not licensed in all states, including New York. Offer based on loans over $200,000. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions. If your mortgage rate is not in the twos, Cash Call Mortgage could save you money and get you the cash you need with a cash-out refi. Chances are your home has gained a ton of equity this past year. Turn that equity into cash to pay high-interest credit card debt, do home improvements, or to put money away for a rainy day. Don't wait for interest rates to go up. The time to refi is is now while rates are still low take cash out and get a low interest rate at the same time cash call mortgage may be able to lower your mortgage rate and get you cash from your home's equity call now and we'll even cover the title escrow and appraisal fees to save you more money for a free quote to see if you qualify go to cashcallmortgage.com or call us today call 800-931-6651 that's 800-931-6651 800-931-6651 How'd you like to eliminate your expensive cable bill forever or get new satellite internet where cable can't go? Well, now you can have affordable satellite internet service for a few dollars a day. All you need is a mini satellite installed and you can have unlimited internet connections wirelessly in your home or office. And no cable boxes means unlimited connections and no clutter. You can surf the internet or stream any of your favorite television services with no cable. And the best part is, satellite internet service costs only a few dollars a day for your entire home. Yes, fast internet to surf or stream television for a few bucks a day. Call now for free details and learn how to drop your expensive cable bill. 800-430-8761-800-430-8761-800-430-8761. That's 800-430-8761. Dad, guess what? What? You are going to be a grandfather. That's great. Not too long ago, moments like this with my daughter would have been a challenge. It was a long road for me to find myself again after Vietnam. It was my neighbor Jim, another Vietnam veteran, who finally convinced me that I could still connect with my family and find that fulfilling life I'd lost. And I went for help down at the VA. If I can take that first step after almost 50 years, I know other veterans can too. Visit maketheconnection.net to find out more. You can listen to AM 1280 The Patriot on all Amazon Echo devices. Simply ask Alexa to play The Patriot Minneapolis, and you'll hear your favorite hosts. This is Dennis Prager, and thanks for listening to me on your Alexa device. AM 1280, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. One of the things I do in my day job, yes, I do have to have a day job. This show does not pay my mortgage, my bills, support all the things I need to support in my life. Uh, One of the things I do in that aforementioned day job is I find out how websites work. Not just websites, usually enterprise software, but it's usually delivered by what we used to call the web, by the HTTP protocol. My, I have gotten into a rabbit hole, haven't I? So, back on track. I will shut my mouth and get back on track. Would you take a second to help us better serve you? Visit am12athepatriot.com and click, what do you think about our website? This will give you access to a short survey about how you'd rate am12athepatriot.com. What content you most enjoy, what you'd like to see more of. We're here for our community of patrons, so thanks in advance for being here with your feedback. And this is, uh, this is, this is going to be important stuff here, folks. This is uh, help us best focus how we deliver content to you via our, our website, which we uh, are 
has improved so much, by the way, i got to say, over the last uh, 16 years when we first had a website. I mean, the old Patriot website was just a clunker. And nothing against the people who put it together. I mean, that was the technology we had back then. It has improved so much. Uh, over the last however long it's been, been a long time, by the way, when I realize how long I've been doing this show here, it's uh, it, it it just adds up fast, doesn't it? Anyway, hope you can do it. 651-289-4488. Now, you can join us, by the way, on hashtag Narn Show. That's N-A-R-N Show via, well, all of your favorite social media. You can join it via Gab, which is basically Twitter for people who hate censorship, me, we, which is basically Facebook for people who don't like having Mark Zuckerberg tell them what the information they could get. Or Twitter. Yeah, Twitter. I mean, that's where the big party still is. And so we will continue to engage on Twitter, even though they actively hate us there. And you, all of us conservatives, they're trying to shut us down. They're trying to deplatform us. They're trying to spoon feed information to people so they don't become conservatives if they are uh, in the swing crowd in the middle, which, by the way, do still exist out there. By the way, in the second hour, we'll be talking about an area where they're failing dismally at this despite their best efforts. And there's some good news here, folks. This is news I'm kind of kind of stoked about here, folks. Uh, this is, uh, I mean, we're going to moderate our enthusiasm here, but you can't focus on the bad news all the time. And there's some good news to be celebrated here, potentially very good news. That's in the second hour here. It relates to the law. The law of the land, the law of the United States Constitution. But I'm going to take some time and look at a couple laws from an authority that may not be quite as exalted among the legal academy, but nonetheless is uh, nonetheless is dominates and governs so much of life, especially political life. That is Berg's law, the series of pithy and satirical observations I've made about human nature and politics that were intended invariably as satire and comedy and yet seem to be absolutely true in a non-satirical, non-comedic way and, and to be so with the force of law, with the force of not legal law, but scientific law. And I say this because it's true. And the two laws that jumped out at me this past week are next to each other, adjacencies, and probably the two by far and away the most invoked of Berg's laws. The first, of course, is the mother of all Berg's laws, the Berg's seventh law of progressive projection, which, and I quote, says, when a progressive issues a group defamation or assault on conservatives' ethics, character, humanity, or respect for liberty or the truth, they're at best projecting and at worst drawing attention away from their own misdeeds. And I, I'm sure I don't have to remind you of all the cases where this is the absolute truth. That's the reason that Big Left is harping on January 6th, the events of January 6th, uh, to exclusion, to the point of making it sound like that was the first act of political violence in American history, and maybe the last, <laughs> uh, notwithstanding the fact that, that the left and political violence are united together. They're, they're, they're comorbid concepts going back to the 1890s. That's Berg's seventh law. And there's a bunch of corollaries to Berg's seventh law, but honestly, they're, they're, uh, they're, they're, they're just the gild the lily, if you will. The second law that I'm going to refer to today is Berg's eighth law of diversity. Berg's Eighth Law of Diversity, which states American progressivism's reaction to one of, quote, their, end quote, constituents, be they women or gays or people of color, of any color. I hate that term, by the way. It's it's sort of the progressive's way of saying I can't tell you all apart. So I'm just going to come up with one big term to, 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 to tell you all kind of like Latin X, a term that only white liberals use. I mean, Latin Americans hate Latinos hate the term because it assumes that by its very nature that all not only are all Latinos the same, whether they're from Puerto Rico or Mexico or Central or South America or for that matter, Spain, but that in fact it just paves over the nuance of the Spanish language, which is a gendered language. Every noun has a gender, which is why some words are le and some words are la. 
Uh, same as in German, same as in French, same as in most of the world's languages. Anyway, I'm going down the rabbit hole again here. But uh, the, the, the law, American progressivism's reaction to one of its, uh, its constituents, the constituents on which they have claimed property rights to all effects and purposes, whether it be women or gays or people of color, for that matter, Arabian female, uh, lesbian, uh, <laughs> Middle Eastern uh, lesbians, for that matter. I mean, that kind of covers them all right there. Running for office or otherwise identifying as conservatives is indistinguishable from a sociopathic disorder. And we saw both on display, writ large, this past week. And the only real question is, which Berg's law is the controlling authority on these, not this example, but these multiple, noxious, toxic, wretched examples of things that if a conservative had said or done them, I mean, this is really a further reference to Berg's 16th law, by the way, I should point out, because one way you can tell a conservative has said something, uh, uh, not Berg's 16th law, where am I going here? Uh, There's another Berg's law here. Uh, Scrolling down, let's see. Uh, Anyway, one of the other Berg's laws uh states that uh st- states that uh I'll get back to that here folks uh so that's oh here we go uh Berg, the more strenuously okay never mind anyway okay we'll just cut this out in post production all right anyway berg's eighth law uh pro- progressives uh, hate female black latino uh asian or uh, gay conservatives. And by the way, you've seen this borne out constantly from African-American, Latino, and uh, gay and female conservatives who report the horrific bigotry they've received on the hands of the, quote, woke, end quote, quote, enlightened, end quote, majority, especially in places that are controlled most completely by big left I mean, we've talked about this in the broadcast in the past. The friends of this broadcast who are African-American, Latino, Latina, Latin American, uh, gay, for that matter, who have run for office or otherwise identified as conservative, as Republican, as right of center, as dissenting from the dominant political authority and the dominant political class in the Twin Cities, and reported on the hatred, the flat-out hatred they received. And that always baffled me. Because, I mean, I don't get it in a sense. I mean, I know what happens. But you'd think this would happen much more so in a, in a swing area like, I don't know, the Lakeville or Apple Valley. You'd think those places would be swirling masses of of hatred for conservatives because that's where they have a chance of trying to flip a seat or where they have flipped some seats and want to keep them flipped and they want to keep people from their camp from defecting as by the way has been happening i mean donald trump had the best numbers among african americans since 1960 in the 2020 elections that is a fact that is a fact that big left is trying to bury to trying to reverse it is a trend that they are desperate to prevent because once African-Americans vote for Democrats at less than, I believe the number is 85 percent, the Democrats will never win another federal election. They need absolute lockstep congruency among black voters and an overwhelming majority of Latino voters. I think if we get the Latin vote down under 60 percent Democrat, the Democrats are basically a word that rhymes with blued in electoral federal politics forever. Which is why they have to beat them down, why they have to try and make it too difficult to break from the pack to do publicly. I can see that happening in a swing district. Now, in a district that the Democrats control as thoroughly as the communists controlled East Berlin in 1974, why? 
Why do they need to be such hateful bigots in a place like Minneapolis? As our, as our, as our good friends of this broadcast who run for political office in South Minneapolis and St. Paul have reported. Why? You don't see significant hatred of Democrats in, in highly Republican areas like Utah or North Dakota or most of Montana outside of Helena and, and Missoula. Why? Well, we saw this writ exceptionally large and in a big sans serif font this past week. We'll come back to talk about that when we return. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. High school sports are as American as apple pie. And going to a game or meet is a chance to see the stars of tomorrow shine today. But as anybody who's ever attended a high school sporting event in Minnesota knows, you can't have the stars without the stripes. High schools are currently looking for new officials in almost every sport. Who looks good in stripes? Anybody looking for a way to stay connected to a sport they love if you like the idea of giving back to your community while earning a few extra bucks, chances are you'd look good in stripes too. We want to hear from you. We need to hear from you. No officials means no games. No stripes means no stars. And what kind of America would that be? Minnesota needs more high school officials. Go to highschoolofficials.com to sign up or learn more. That's highschoolofficials.com. Arby's Computer Service. You and your business are online today more than ever. Most people are working from home and meeting via Internet, and that means IT structures are overtaxed and Wi-Fi is humming. An outage in one of your critical systems now could be a fatal blow to your operation. Arby's Computer Service is ready and able to help. Their staff is standing by and prepared to offer assistance. If your business IT system experiences a failure, give Arby's a call. Their professional team of certified computer and networking specialists is experienced in diagnosing and solving a wide range of issues. With Arby's Computer Service on the job, you'll never have to worry about dealing with IT-related issues on your own, whether it's for your personal system or business. Arby's Computer Service knows that Internet traffic is surging, and they're available now to help. You'll always get competitive pricing, trustworthy advice, and excellent customer service from Randy and his team at Arby's Computer Service. Giving your computer problems the boots. Arby's Computer Service. Do you want to work with a Patriot-owned company that will take care of you when the storm hits? Call Estate Claim Services. Estate Claim Services will work directly with your insurance company to determine the full scope of repairs needed for your project. They will conduct a free comprehensive inspection to make sure that all important details to repair your roof are included. Estate Claim Services will work around the clock to provide you with superior customer service. In fact, they have built their reputation by being accessible. When you need answers about your roofing project, you can call them anytime, day or night, and they'll respond. If you have storm damage or the next time a storm hits, contact Estate Claim Services. Check out their online reviews and A-plus rating by the Better Business Bureau. Estate Claim Services, a local Patriot-owned company specializing in roofing, siding, and window replacement, providing outstanding labor and material warranty. You can trust that Estate Claim Services will be around long after the work is done. Find them online at estateclaimservices.com. AM twelve eighty, the Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hey, don't forget to tune in to Tucker Carlson tonight, this coming Wednesday, May fifth. You see a guest appearance from our very own Charlie Kirk. Then be sure to catch the Charlie Kirk show every weeknight from eleven p.m. till two a.m. right here on AM twelve eighty, the Patriot, or streaming on AM twelve eighty, the Patriot dot com. Six five one two eight nine four four eight eight is the number to call should you care to join me, and I hope you do. That's what we're here for. At any rate, ladies and gentlemen, Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, the page. We're talking about the law, Berg's seventh law, to wit, when a progressive issues a group defamation or assault on conservatives' ethics, character, humanity, or respect for liberty and the truth, they're at best projecting and at worst drawing attention away from their own misdeeds. 
And there are many. I mean, I've got hundreds of references to Berg's Seventh Law over the history of my blog. How many? Is this blog going to count them up here? It's not going to count them up for me automatically. Doggone. Darn you, uh, Chrome, <laughs> Chrome OS. And also the Berg's Eighth Law of Diversity, American progressivism's reaction to one of their constituents, be they female, uh, of some ethnicity that is visible via their pigmentation or gay, running for office or otherwise identifying as a conservative is indistinguishable from a sociopathic disorder, personality disorder, narcissism, whatever. And there are hundreds of references to that throughout the history of this blog. And we got some big ones this past week. This past week, uh, President Biden gave a, a speech. He got propped up on stage. He read, read his teleprompter duly. He, they, they kept him on task for long enough to come off uh, not completely as a fool, other than, of course, what he said, uh, which was bilge. But whatever. This is not unexpected. This, this is Dog Bites Man. Tim Scott gave the follow-up, and you knew it was going to be a doozy, uh, because Tim Scott, of course, uh, the, the one single at this point African-American United States senator, a Republican, a conservative Republican from South Carolina, putatively the hotbed of white supremacy and racism. I mean, you think of a, think of a state that supposedly encompasses all the worst of antebellum philosophy that continues to survive here in the United States. You think of South Carolina, maybe Mississippi, right? I mean, am I wrong? Feel free to let me know one way or the other, folks. But Tim Scott is not only a United States senator and not only from South Carolina, he's a darn sharp guy. And so the, the you knew that in the days leading up to, once it was announced that he was going to give the uh, equal time address on behalf of the Republican Party to the president's chat, I don't know another good word for it. It wasn't a State of the Union. The, the first-term president doesn't normally give a first-year State of the Union for for whatever. That's just sort of the tradition. Uh, so, so once the word came out that Tim Scott was going to give the counterpoint, shall we say, address, Big Left's noise machine started digging into him as hard as they could. They started digging. We talked about this on the show, I believe, last week, when Big Left started digging into Tim Scott's family records and found out some of Tim Scott's freedmen ancestors, ancestors before the Civil War, I'm sorry, after the Civil War, who had been freed by emancipation, went out and bought land, went out and found ways under the rules available to them before Jim Crow and even during Jim Crow to emancipate themselves by the ultimate form of emancipation, the free market, via private property rights, via ownership of property. They amassed themselves some land, meaning they amassed themselves some wealth, which is something big left just hates. When all those uppity women, people of color, and gays do anything that gets them off of the, I hate to use the term plantation, so I won't. It has connotations. So I'll just say anything that gets them out of the corral is something that needs to be stomped on hard. And of course, it was stupid, and I think it backfired on them because the general consensus on social media seems to be so. In other words, Tim Scott's great-grandfather was a smart, motivated man who truly understood how to empower black men in the years after the Civil War. And the problem with this is precisely what? <laughs> anyway. So imagine my surprise, and that's satire there because there is no surprise to this whatsoever. This is the normal. This is the norm of Democrat behavior. Hence, Berg's Eighth Law. That's why it's Berg's Eighth Law, not Berg's Eighth Tactful Suggestion. One of the trends on Twitter that happened in the immediate aftermath of Tim Scott's response, and by the way, his very effective response to the president's speech was that the term <clears throat> Uncle Tim trended on Twitter. Thousands and thousands of leftists took to Twitter to refer to Tim Scott as Uncle Tim. And 
In every case, this was just as dim, just as misguided as the DFL's House Majority Leader, Ryan Winkler, who, I don't know, eight, ten years ago, now it seems, doesn't seem that long ago, but it's been almost a decade that Ryan Winkler temporarily exiled himself from Minnesota politics and shot down his own attempt to run for Secretary of State by referring to Clarence Thomas, a accomplished jurist, one of the most accomplished, uh, accomplished jurists in America, a Supreme Court justice, or, as Ryan Winkler sees, a black male who's a conservative, uh, referred to him as Uncle Tom. Now, he said he'd had no idea what that term meant, uh, meant uh, in, in African-American uh, parlance, an Uncle Tom is a subservient, sc- bowing and scraping black, someone who's, who's kissing up to Whitey to not get into trouble. It's what they refer to any, uh, it's what some, some people on the left, largely these days, white upper middle class uh, Harvard types like uh, your House Majority Leader, Ryan Winkler, will say about black people who are Republicans. And you see this from people of all races. And you saw it the other night from people of all races on Twitter calling Tim Scott and Uncle Tim ain't ugly. Did I call it ugly? Did I call it dim? Did I call it inappropriate? It's all those things. But it's one other thing above all. It's racist. It's racist as can be. It is taking all of someone's accomplishments, every the essence of who they are, the essence of what they've accomplished. And by the way, if you're a United, United States senator, say what you will about elected politicians, but that's accomplishing a lot. Getting elected as one of two representatives from your entire state of millions and millions of people is nothing to sneeze at. Whoever you are, whether we agree with you or not. I mean, Tina Smith accomplished something by getting elected senator in this state. It ain't much, but it's something in this state, hopefully on her last term. Tim Scott, well, he accomplished something. He is the only African-American senator of either party, by the way. So this, this was a tsunami of wrongheadedness, a tsunami of derision. All that's true. But it was a tsunami of racism, taking away the essence of all that makes a human, what he thinks, what he or she does, what motivates them, and wrapping it all up in a series of stereotypes based on the color of their skin or the nature of their supposed nature of their ethnicity. It's racism. And by the way, if you're on the left, you might say, ah, racism is all about power dynamics. Okay, fine. Then give me a better term because racism used to be hating and discounting someone for the color of their skin or or other racial aspects like, say, Jews, discounting someone because they're Jewish. That's racism. Now, that used to be the term for it. Now, if racism has come to mean imbalance of power, okay, that's fine. Someone come up with a term that means hating someone because of the color of their skin or some other ethnic aspect to them. Please do, 651-289-4488. So the big question is, Thousands of Democrats referring to, and probably hundreds of thousands more, thinking that Tim Scott is an Uncle Tim for daring to speak out against Dear Leader. Is that a reference to Berg's Seventh Law? Them projecting their own ugliness on us? Because to a Democrat, we're all the racists, and yet you can't find someone of any social prominence whatsoever who would say such a thing about a black Congress uh, person. You can find a bunch of yahoos on the periphery of social media, and believe me, they will tell you about them. But a prominent conservative would not want to say such a thing. I can say that as a generalization, and, and I will defend it. 
they certainly never get away with it. Or as an example of Berg's eighth law, uh, they, the big left hates nothing so much as they hate one of, quote, their, end quote, people that breaks with the majority. We'll discuss that when we come back and some more local examples when we return. Northern Alliance Radio Network. We'll also get to the phones after this break on the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. 651-289-4488 or join us on Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. Gun Nowhere. We'll be right back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Whoa, look at all these options. You can fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream The Patriot. Top shelf choices include am1280thepatriot.com, our free app, and radio.com. Your business is ready for a reboot, a recharge. The way our companies operate has changed. Adapting to the changes hasn't been easy, but never more important to succeed. Many of the digital resources available have helped overcome obstacles your business is facing. But are you using the full potential of every one of them? That's where Salem Surround can help. Your business needs to use digital tools more than ever to stay in touch with customers, making buying decisions right now and for the future. Will they consider or even know about you? The marketing team at Salem Surround gives you the tools needed to stand out and be visible to current and potential customers online right now looking for what you do. We'll design a plan that targets and surrounds customers with proven marketing strategies. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your marketing plan and see how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most, right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. This is a potter's field. When people can't pay for their funerals, they are buried here. It is a lonely, desolate place, littered with unmarked headstones. No one visits. No one leaves flowers. But it doesn't have to be that way. For as low as $1 a day, you can ensure your family will have the money to pay your funeral expenses. We offer burial insurance plans that pay up to $30,000. Considering the average funeral costs more than $10,000, that's peace of mind for your family. There are no medical exams, your rates won't increase, and your policy cannot be canceled as long as you make your premium payments. Call now to get approved in minutes and ensure your final resting place is more than just a pauper's grave in a potter's field. 800-323-8137. 800-323-8137. That's 800-323-8137. Paid for by Final Expense Direct. Wake up with the Patriots Daybreak Insider. Today's top news stories from a conservative viewpoint. Sign up at am1280thepatriot.com by using the keyword subscribe. That's subscribe at am1280thepatriot.com. AM1280, the Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hey, don't forget, 2021 marks our 20th year on the air here at AM1280, the Patriot. We are partying like it's 1999 all year long with a variety of on-air features, familiar voices from the past and present, maybe even some cool events. We had one of those about a month back. We got more to come. Uh, keep in touch by finding us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Parler, Gab, or MeWe. And thank you for 20 great years on the air. We are chomping the bit to take on the next 20, and maybe the 20 after that. And maybe on the following 20, I'll give it up. The Northern Alliance Radio Network. Brad Carlson, uh, my one-man fact-checking machine, points out that Raphael Warnock is a Democrat who is an African-American senator, just elected this last election here for now. Uh, His seat, by the way, is one of the more vulnerable ones, fingers crossed here. And so we'll we'll see if we can get Tim uh, Scott uh, back. Uh, Let's put it this way. Tim Scott is the one good 
African American uh, center. The only, and he has been the only African American center for a while now, uh, up until Warnock's election. So Brad Carlson's uh, correct as far as that goes. Six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. Let's go to St. Paul, Mike. You're live and on the air on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hey, good afternoon. Um, I had just a couple quick, uh, you know, uh, observations. Uh, I've never heard anyone go on vacation to anywhere and come back and and complain about the lack of diversity. You know, hey, the sun was great and I loved it, but the lack of diversity, it's only, you know, it's just a tool used here. Oh, yeah. Um, And, you know, I mean, think about it. Somebody's going to go to Mexico and complain about the. No, they never do that. You know, that's their culture. It's beautiful. It's, you know, it's great. The other thing is when I see these NBA players and others, like the Major League Baseball maybe, they've got big contracts in China that make billions of dollars. When they have their games over there, do they – does the Chinese national anthem played, which is really just the national anthem for about 500 families who run that country that has slavery? You know, modern-day yep. slavery is okay. You know, if you cross the border, it's okay. They'll stand for that anthem because the money is, you know, it's dollar bills to them. Yep. Um, and the other thing, I, you know, I notice is going on down here on uh, West 7th Street is they're, they're just, you know, with um, the transportation secretary for Biden, uh, Mayor Pete, they're just marching along with this huge, you know, old technology from last century, um, the light rail, and the light in light rail, it stands for low capacity. Right. It's, you know, it's not like it's some uh, friendly thing. It, it means it doesn't carry that many people, and they don't right. go that fast. They ruined University Avenue. Uh-huh. Um, and the one thing about West 7th, it's 25% thinner. It's, uh, university is about 125, 20 feet wide, whereas West 7th 90 feet wide. Driving no room. Driving light rail down uh, down West 7th Street is just a disaster, and I thought we had put that to bed some time ago uh, on this. Uh, I, I, by the way, our, our show had, has done its best to help that. In fact, we did one of the most, most bizarre confluences of, of sympathies I've ever been around. I actually wound up engineering the getting together of a very conservative political figure and a very left-of-center political figure to combine their forces to fight against that st- Stupid, stupid idea of running light, day, light rail down West 7th. I mean, for the love of God, if you accept the idea that light rail should exist at all, and I generally do not, run it down Shepherd Road where there's land. But no, they, they had so much fun tearing up university and destroying a good chunk of, of a perfectly fine street, a chunk, perfectly fine city. They figure they're going to try and do it again. Absolutely, Mike. Thank you very much. We're talking about the, uh, the corrosive racism behind the mass of leftists who said, who referred to uh, Tim Scott as Uncle Tim as a clever <clears throat> and, let's be honest, deeply racist reference to Uncle Tom. The idea being that any African-American who doesn't, isn't part of the Democratic Party is uh, somehow to be suspect, uh, <laughs> somehow the object of suspicion. They're not really, they're not really black. And you heard this not at all obliquely during the presidential campaign. I mean, Joe Biden himself said, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black, man. And doing his shucking and jiving attempt at a black accent, so I mean, doing it worse than Hillary Clinton did. I'm no ways weary. I'm no ways tired. Is Hillary Clinton sounding like Amos and Andy for the love of Pete. And if you're saying, but wait, Mitch, A, you're exaggerating. That, that, that no one's saying that that no, no one's saying that, that any African American who breaks from the Democratic Party isn't really black. They they didn't mean exactly that. Oh yes, they did. And if you're saying, oh Minnesota isn't quite that awful. I mean Minnesota is a much more enlightened place than that. Oh no, it's not. Aaron May Quaid, a longtime kick toy of this show. A former state representative from Apple Valley, a former lieutenant governor candidate, along with Aaron Murphy, who we'll come back to in a moment here, who, by the way, you may recall, came within just an epic suck up to the progressive movement away from being Minnesota's lieutenant governor, because she uh, was part of the team, along with Aaron Murphy, that got the convention endorsement but lost the primary, and lost the primary only because Tim Waltz 
tacked so very hard to the left. I mean, taking on the one legislator as his lieutenant governor candidate that was far to the left of Aaron May Quaid and Aaron Murphy. And probably one of the very few more annoying race baiters. Well, formerly one of the most anno- more annoying race baiters than Aaron May Quaid. Aaron May Quaid may have taken the lead again this past week in the immediate aftermath of Governor, uh, excuse me, Senator Scott's response to Vice President, uh, excuse me, <laughs> former Vice President, current President for now, uh, Biden. She tweeted at 9.30 p.m. on uh, April 28th, immediately after Senator Scott's response, and I quote, not all skin folk are kin folk. It is literally a way of saying just because someone has black skin doesn't mean they're really black. Real black people have to believe, like we, the upper middle class white progressives, like, well, Aaron May Quaid, tell them to believe. And this is a bit of a pattern in the Minnesota left. You have Aaron May Quaid, a thoroughly middle class certainly a person with impeccable progressive credentials referring saying something as corrosively racist as not all kinfolk excuse me not all skinfolk are kinfolk something that would lead to the end of a political career if any republican were to have said it someone who said i mean if republican said you if your if your politics don't match my stereotype of what your skin color says it should be, you're not authentic. If a Republican said that about anyone of any race, they would be hounded out of office. But Aaron May Quaid can do it without, apparently without any question on the left. Ken Martin is silent on this piece of noxious racism. Uh, she's not up for election, of course. She's not in office. She's uh, part of the nonprofit industrial complex at this point. But you can tell she has political ambitions. So this on top of Ryan Winkler's Uncle Tom Jape at one of the most accomplished jurists of any of any race in American history, which was, by the way, racist. He tried to back and fill over, but it was racist. And, of course, the Uncle Tim slur. Uh, is enough to make any moral creature ask, what is the Democratic Party doing about its racism problem? And is enough to make those of us who are legal scholars ask, is this a reference of Berg's Seventh Law, them attributing to us conservatives what is part of their character? Or is it more a matter of Berg's Eighth Law, them just hating the bejeebers out of any of, quote, their people who get out of the corral? Why choose? Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. Impact Mortgage Corp. TBA Cash Call Mortgage. NMLS ID 128231. Equal housing lender. Not licensed in all states, including New York. Offer based on loans over $200,000. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions. If your mortgage rate is not in the twos, Cash Call Mortgage could save you money and get you the cash you need with a cash-out refi. Chances are your home has gained a ton of equity this past year. Turn that equity into cash to pay high-interest credit card debt, do home improvements, or to put money away for a rainy day. Don't wait for interest rates to go up. The time to refi is now while rates are still low take cash out and get a low interest rate at the same time cash call mortgage may be able to lower your mortgage rate and get you cash from your home's equity call now and we'll even cover the title escrow and appraisal fees to save you more money for a free quote to see if you qualify go to cashcallmortgage.com or call us today Call 800-931-6651. That's 800-931-6651. 800-931-6651. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal And now I agree. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor for Pete and Seth selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. That's correct. Each of the four ingredients deal with inflammation on a different metabolic pathway. 
That right there. Approaching your pain from four different angles may very well be why so many Americans find such wonderful pain relief. If you have back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or even just getting older, you must order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only nineteen ninety-five to see if it will work for you too. I think it could. Give your body what it needs to heal itself. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com. Hi, this is PJ from PJ's Appliance Outlet, your local, family-owned, and operated appliance store. No matter where you live in the Twin Cities, PJ's is worth the drive. We're centrally located in Plymouth. Just this past month, we've had satisfied customers from Maple Grove, St. Paul, Minneapolis, Eden Prairie, Bloomington, all over the Twin Cities. We take great pride in separating ourselves from those overpriced big box stores by simply providing over-the-top customer service, great quality products at unbeatable prices. PJ's has quickly become the trusted go-to store for brand new scratch and dent appliances. You can save hundreds, sometimes thousands of dollars on brand new warrantied name brand refrigerators, ovens, washers and dryers, dishwashers and freezers, top brands like LG, Frigidaire and much more. Come visit our showroom today and ask for PJ, Bob or Jake or visit our website at pjsapplianceoutlet.com. That's pjsapplianceoutlet.com where every deal is a steal. Celebrating two decades on air.